0: Welcome to another episode of At Russian 98 on Hockey. Yes, it's me again, Peter Brojerinov. With another episode, you can follow me on Twitter, Russian 98 You can ask me any questions on there. I will answer them as best I can on the podcast or on Twitter. What do we have this episode? Well, it's our special Halloween episode. Our NHL Halloween episode. Uh, So we're going to be talking about my top favorite costumes of NHL players. I've tweeted uh, the stuff I'm talking about and including this one. The Chive has a lot of images of the players. I tweeted that blog entry from them. Uh, Scary incidents in the NHL. There's a release of many scarier ones. I retweeted a Bleacher article from a few... Years ago, I think, from Tam Tab Bamford. I'm going to talk a little bit about a few scary incidences. Also, injuries in the NHL. Some top stars getting injured. I'm going to talk about that. The Predators signing some contracts to some big players on their team. The big goal that could be the best goal of the year happened this week. Going to talk about that. Hot teams, surprisingly hot teams two of them gonna talk about that and also the dustin bufflin scenario okay let's go with halloween first all right so i linked the chives article uh the ones i like the most i'm gonna name my top five uh number five is austin matthews with the lead singer from queen of course freddie mercury so, has he been wearing the stash intentionally all season just for his Halloween costume? It seems like it. It's pretty interesting. Um, or is it for November? I don't know. Alright, he's number five. Number four, I'll go with Roman Yoshi. I like the costume, the look. I'm not too sure if it's supposed to be the from the Pirates of the Caribbean. But it looks pretty cool. Uh, number three is McDavid the Grinch. Great job again. McDavid's always killing it with these Halloween costumes. Number two is a tie. I'm giving a tie because they both play the Joker, William Carlson, and I'm not too sure if it's his girlfriend or fiance or wife. They look great as a package for the Joker, and I think obviously his part, uh, William Carlson's. Uh, girl is, um, what is it, again, the Haley, what's her name, is it Haley, it's not coming to me right now, but it's the Joker's, uh, girl, and of course Domi even looks like the Joker in real life, so putting makeup to look like the Joker is just perfect, <laughs> and number one, I'm gonna give it to Flurry, Mark Entree Flurry with another great costume, and he's cousin it. Just looks perfect. An honorable mention to Bor- Horvat and his girl. Looking like Grease. Travolta, great. I just like it. Uh, I don't know if it's as good as the other ones, but I like it. I like the whole Grease thing. All right, scary incidences. Well, there's been many of them. Uh, and I linked uh, this Bleacher Report article. I t- retweeted it, so you can check that out. Uh, But some of the scarier ones is the Vokun one, which is just idiotic, in my opinion, to say the least. Uh, He just goes and he's trying to vent his frustration from what happened in the play. And he swings and hits Vokun. It's ridiculous. Baseball swing, like, on the list is also the whole Donald Brashear, Mark Sorley one, and that's on there. That's horrible, and he intended to do that. Ballard didn't intend to hit Vokun, but he swings his stick just as bad. Another one, Ribeiro taking a slash to the throat. It could have been fatal, but thank goodness it wasn't horrible. Well, it was still bad. He still missed like eight weeks, but wow. And then another one is the Chara on Patchetti. I don't think Chara meant to obliterate Patchetti, but he hit him right into that stanchion and they've changed it I think in almost every arena in the NHL now where it's curved instead of the hard rubber and that was bad and almost Char almost went to jail for that hit. Wow. Alright and there's money on that uh article and you could take a look at some other vicious scary injuries. Speaking about scary uh it's scary how some teams are now without their top players. It's weird how a lot of top players are out. Guys that have been in and out recently, like Line A, he's back. Trocek for Florida, ad right now for the Rangers. Pittsburgh, on the other end, amazingly still playing very well without Malkin. And now he's back. But they missed Malkin for a while now at the start of the season. Since I think he got injured in the second game at the beginning of second game in the season. Now he's back. So hopefully he can get back on track. The Leafs are struggling. I think they lost like four to five games without Tavares. Uh, They need him back. He's a consistent two-way player who can also score goals. And it just looks like the kids are a little bit lost too and play better with Tavares on the lineup. Also, Colorado Avalanche were on fire, dominating the league. Wow, and then Rantanen and Landeskog are both out long-term. This is going to be killer for a team playing so well. Hopefully they can get back in the the fight, but that's a big kick in the you-know-whats. For probably one of the best lines in hockey, that top line, and missing two of the three, it's going to be all McKinnon, but... I, as I said before in an earlier podcast, I really like their second line of players. their additions. So hopefully those guys, Burakovsky and Kadri, and the rest of them can fill in the holes. And of course, on Tampa, they're struggling a little bit this season. And Hedman has missed the last couple of games. He might miss a few more. And they need him back. Even the game that they won was a 7-6 game. But they lost a couple. So... They're going to need him back. Tampa's not playing so well this year. All right. And then in Nashville, they lock up Austin Watson for another three more years at 1.5 per year. And their big stud on the blue line, Roman Yoshi. Eight years. Wow. 72.4 million. That's roughly 9 million a year. So it's a great deal. Uh, I like, and they can do this. The Preds can do this because they've done well with the cap. Ellis is still only making six million. Uh, Yoshi Yoshi was making four. Ekholm is at three and seven, and then they've Taurus at six million, Forsberg at six million, Arvidsson at four point two. They've got a lot of guys at some good contracts, so it's okay if they overspend a little bit on Duchesne Johansson, and now. Yoshi, but I don't know how his contract will look on the back end because he's signing it now which kicks in next year He'll be 30 so that'll go till he's 38 and how fast he will still be on skates in year 36 37 and 38 uh, Of that contract, but it's still Pretty good to lock him up. Uh, He's still one of the top defensemen in the league All right, and then the teams to watch out for this year. The Canucks. They're killing it this year. Pedersen. He's got. Like I don't know how many. I I, I don't think I counted. Uh, Saturday on these stats. Because I recorded a couple of stats down. Pedersen had a great goal in that Saturday game as well. In the air. Batted it and put it in off the ice and in. He's like third in the league in assists. Last time I checked 14. 18 points in 12 games, so now he probably has 19 or more. I can't remember how many points he got on Saturday. JT Miller's playing well; he's top 15 in the league in points. Uh, Quinn Hughes, his brother, might not be playing too well in Jersey, but he's killing. It. He's top 10 in the league in points as a defenseman, so he's playing well. Markstrom's playing well in in between the pipes. 0.975, but Thatcher Demko, the rookie. Second best last time I checked with 0.941 save percentage after a couple games he's played. He's playing great. And also speaking about hot goalies. In Arizona, a big reason they're playing well is Darcy Cumper with a 0.933 after eight games. He's leading the league among goalies in goals against average with goalies that played seven or more games. He's he's they need they need a guy like that because they don't know I don't know how much depth. They have to put up a lot of goals. But Nick Schmaltz has really stepped up so far. and He's got 11 points, so he's playing really well. Uh, and then going back to Canucks, I recommend uh, Nick Schmaltz picking him up if you haven't. So he's doing well on a couple of these guys that I've mentioned. Maybe Demko if he's still available for you. But especially on Vancouver, JT Miller's playing with Pedersen and, 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 and Bezer, I believe, on the top line. So pick him up if he's still out there. He probably is. And of course on the Coyotes. OEL is so underrated. He's killing with 25 minutes a game. He's up there among defensemen there. Alright and then the other one thing I wanted to mention is. The Dustin Buffalo scenario is pretty interesting. It was believed to be that he's stepping away. Because he's thinking about retiring. So he's not too sure. But he recently went under a surgery on his ankle. So it discovered that he had a broken bone in his foot. And now is he gonna go to an arbitrator? This is what I'm what everybody's talking about. And this might be a battle between him and the Jets now, if he goes to the arbitrator and they're trying to decide did is this still an injury from last season? Or is it an off season injury? So lots of question marks. Jets are already struggling on the back end. And Bufflin's a huge piece of that. Losing Myers and Truba And now Bufflin. So either they trade him and they can get more support on the back end. Or they get him back would be great. But he might not want to play there anymore. if he, Even if he does heal up properly. So Jets are in a really sticking point. Alright. Uh, before I leave. Uh Seattle Rumor uh, rumors that they might be naming a team come All-Star Break. So watch out for that. It's always great to hear about new team coming in two years. And Seattle will be that 32nd team. And that's it for this episode of at Russia 98 on hockey. Check me out on Twitter at Russia98 always talk about everything that i mentioned on the podcast and i always retweet everything that i've seen out there all right until next time bye